Hello and welcome back. I'm Colton Moore. This is And One More Thing. And this is my afternoon drive home. I know it's been uh, a couple weeks since I've been on here. Um, yeah, I, two weeks ago, last Friday. I don't know if I did a Monday two weeks ago or not. I can't remember. Um, but I got uh, the reason. The reason I haven't been on is well, one I. I didn't really have a whole lot I, I needed to say that I thought I could uh, convey intelligently. So I just decided to keep my mouth shut, um, which is a, a trait that I think more people need to develop. Because um, unfortunately, there's a lot of people just talking about stuff they don't understand in this world. And it's a, it's a big problem because uh, they put it on a forum and people think that they know, you know, the audience thinks they know what they're talking about when in reality they don't. And uh, it just makes it difficult um, for the collective knowledge of our, our uh, you know, population. Um, I don't know that I have a whole lot to say today, but I felt like I'd just get on, check in with you guys, see how things are going. Um, it is a football Monday. You know, we had some NFL action uh, this weekend. Um, and I just really have one comment on that. Well, two comments on that. Um, let's first start with the, the non-Packers related news here. I've not seen the result. I saw a play, and it was Saquon Barkley, and he was running down the sideline, and he and he was trying to avoid a tackle. He was getting some help from blockers, but they were, it was end up he was going to get pushed out of bounds. But it was from like the six yard line or whatever, something like that. So he leaps up into the air and holds the football out, uh, crosses the plane, and lands in the end zone or close to it anyway for the touchdown because he crossed the plane with the ball. But when he lands, he he rolled his ankle or. Uh, his knee buckled or something, and he went down with an injury, um, and it, it didn't look good. I've not seen uh, I've not seen what the actual diagnosis was there, uh, but you know he's just a rookie, right? So he's what 21, 22 years old, and I don't know, you know, I maybe this ignorance is bred from always being bigger and stronger than everybody else that he's played. When you're a running back, you don't leave the ground. Keep your feet on the ground. Advice to all you aspiring athletes out there, keep your feet on the ground. Right? I mean, shoot. Martin Gramatica busted his ACL because he jumped up in celebration. An old boy from the Lions several years ago busted his ACL because he did a big old jump in celebration for getting a sack. That's, that's the hardest thing on your joints is leaving the ground. Especially when you're such a gifted athlete that you can jump, you know, four or five feet straight up in the air. Your body's not made to to absorb that impact when you come back down. It's just not. Uh, you know, and there's some some exceptions, notable exceptions, obviously. Um, like you watch thinking Simone Biles do some of the stuff that she does on the gymnast mat, right? And... And it's amazing, but there's a little bit of cushion built into that. There's a little bit of spring built into that. Not much, but a little bit. Uh, that thing helps her knees absorb the impact, but the human knee is not made to absorb that much G-force. It's just not, folks. It's just not. Um, you know, I was always taught to keep your feet on the ground because if you, if you leave the ground, you're going to get blasted. You just are. It just happens. But uh, I hope 
he is well. I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. That would not be good if he was actually legitimately hurt. Because he's been great for me. But I also hope just for his sake, uh, regardless of my self selfish reasons, I hope that he's fine. Because he really is a gifted individual and he's fun to watch. And uh, I hope... I hope his career's not cut short, mainly. Um, knee injuries don't really do that anymore for running backs, but some guys never come back the same. Uh, so I hope he, like I said, I hope it's just kind of a tweak or something and he's and he's back at it. I'll have to look into that and see what the actual injury was. You'll have to excuse me today. I thought my voice was better, um, and it's a little better than it was. Excuse me. Um, but I was doing a lot of yelling Friday night at my brother's football game. They won. Uh, they moved to seven and zero and knocked Arcola down to five and one or five and two. Uh, that was a tough, a really well fought game. That's a good football team over there. I'm not sure who their other loss was to. Um, I'll have to look it up and see if we play them because that's a, it's a tough football team. Um, but that was homecoming, so that was fun. Um, and then I had a class reunion, my ten-year class reunion from high school. Um, and uh, that was just a loud room, and so I did a lot of yelling this weekend, and my voice has paid the price. And so maybe, you know, talking into the, the mic here today, maybe it's not a great idea, but we're going to give it a shot and see how long it lasts. Um, hopefully I don't have that much to say. I really don't remember what I had to say or what I had. I don't have a plan. I'm just going to yammer um, until I run out of stuff to say, like, yeah, is my want and what I tend to do. Um, but like I said, there was two things I wanted to talk about from the NFL. The second thing outside of the Saquon Barkley injury is Mason Crosby. Dude missed five kicks this weekend. He finally made the sixth one, but the dude makes his kicks. The Packers win that football game. And he's he's had his issues in the past. They've brought in a competition. Um, they ended up keeping him. I don't know how old the guy is, but he looks old. He's got gray. He's gray, and of course, some guys go prematurely gray. That happens. Um, but the Minnesota Vikings drafted a kicker this year, and he missed three game, three field goals in a game, and they subsequently fired him. And some of that, he's a rookie. Uh, you know that you don't really know what you're getting with a rookie. Um, and they, I guess the Packers think they know what they've got in Crosby, but, man, you missed five in a row. I don't know that I could cut my all-time leading score, but I'd give it some serious thought. I mean, well, when you single-handedly cost us ball games, that uh, it's no good. So the Packers are now 2-2-1, uh, two, two which means... Best second finish. Best second finish was 13 wins. 13, two and one. So that's if they win out, and they've got a pretty tough schedule moving forward. Um, but they might be in bye week this week. Actually, come to think of it, I don't know. I'll have to double check. Thought they were in bye week week six, which I think this is what this is. But maybe it's week seven. Or maybe I'm completely wrong on all of that. I don't know. Um, in other news, other thing I wanted to talk about is. Uh, Justice Kavanaugh was confirmed this weekend, um, finally, over a circus of proceedings on his Senate confirmation hearing. Um, 
again, um, as I as I said um, this weekend to uh, my wife and the girl she was talking to, um, that that there is no reason for a woman to ever have to deal um, with being mistreated. Uh, whether it's by a spouse or a boyfriend or uh, someone they just met. There's no reason for that. You don't have to endure that. And don't. If you are, get out. Tell somebody. Come forward. Um, I say that. And I, and I mean that. Come forward as soon as possible. You are more likely to be believed. Um, you just are. Recency breeds credibility. I mean, well, why did you wait? So I only waited 12 hours. Uh, it's the next day, you know. Um, but as a population, we need to realize there is a difference between sexual assault and letting someone go too far when you're drunk. There just is. Um, and as I've probably said before, if, if you're at a party and you're drunk and the guy's at a party and he's drunk and you're going to use the excuses, oh, I was too drunk to know what I was doing, that same excuse applies to him. So who, where's the fault at here, right? And that's that's the issue that lies at hand. And uh, so I did I tried to avoid the details of the the, the Justice Kavanaugh um, investigation. Uh, I had a I had a ten thousand foot flyby. And and made my decision. Um, I didn't see any of the hearings. I don't know. I didn't see any of that. I took a look at his history as a judge. And that's ultimately what should decide whether or not uh, he was fit to be a Supreme Court justice. His his employment history, basically. Um, not to excuse the behavior of teenage guys, but I know we do a lot of stupid stuff when we're teenagers. Uh, and all of us have stuff um, that we probably wish we could take back. Um... And hopefully we can own up to that. Um, if ever, if we ever have to, um, we can we can admit that we were young and dumb. And some people would have liked to see Justice Kavanaugh do that, admit that he was young and dumb. Uh, myself included. But ultimately, he may have not thought that he did anything wrong. He may not remember doing anything wrong. He may not have actually done anything wrong. I don't know. Um, I know he went through a million and a half background checks, FBI investigations, all of this, and they all seem to think that he was um, innocent of any wrongdoing. And that's all That's all we can go off of. We weren't in the room back in the day. So we don't, we don't, we don't know what actually happened. I'm glad it's over with.
Um, I'm glad the court uh, leans to the right. Not that it should have a political affiliation. I wish it would. I, I mean, but I, but I think the Constitution leans to the right, unfortunately, with our political climate, I think. A lot of the left what would ha would 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 have the constitution not be regarded um, and, and they would say the same thing there has been uh, there have been democrats quoted as um, saying that the constitution is outdated that we shouldn't go by people that stick to it are are outdated and you know, right-wing crazies. But it is a, a, a dynamic document that has stood the test of time. Uh, and, it, and it's not perfect, but it's, it's, it's the best option we have. And it is our duty to make it better. And we can do that. There's a process for constitutional amendments and and if we need them we can do that but that's as a country to decide and as a country for us to elect the proper representatives to do that um, but that's where we're at uh, in summary there's no summary that's what I got you can piece together all you want I, I don't know if it made any sense but that's what I had to say um now to change gears a little bit here, and again, um, I'm only going to break and do the little sound montage and do segments um, if I find myself needing time to gather my thoughts. Again, I do this while I'm driving. I've got the headphones on and the microphone, so it's it's all hands-free. We're on the up and up now. Um, but if I have to break sessions and everything like that, it's a little more distracted driving than just talking into my talking to myself um, so we're trying to keep it all one giant group pause and play as uh, you as you feel fit we had a discussion today at work um, so we write service manuals for heavy machinery and we have remove and install stories so we're removing a water pump, and then we're installing the water pump. And a lot of times, that water pump is removed, and then for the install story, it's under the same heading, and we say install in reverse order. In the past, they did it where we had the remove story, and even if it was installed in reverse order, it would have a separate install story under a different heading. Um, you would go to the remove story, you would go to the install story instead of a remove and install story. So we're trying to figure out if... if the procedure to remove that water pump is the same on an old machine as it is on the new machine. Should we just basically copy and paste um, our our machine's effectivity into that story? Um, so just make it so our machine applies to that story as well. Or should we? So like when you go search for it, it comes up with the story for this machine, this machine, this machine, this machine. And they're all the same it's all an effective story or should we just copy and paste that story and add it into our machine 
And so when we search for our machine store, we just get that one. Um, and all the rest are their own individual stories. If that makes any kind of sense. And it, and it comes down to, you know, determining if the previous stories are indeed accurate and what's our responsibility to the, to correct that if they're not uh, you know someone else wrote that already it's gone through the process if it's right or not that's not really is that our responsibility to fix and it just brought up a good discussion on what is your responsibility in general you know you can only be responsible for what you're responsible for Um, you know, I tend to see it as, in that particular example, I'm responsible for this story. I need to make sure it's right. I didn't write the other stories. I don't, I don't need to be held responsible for those stories, accountable for those stories. They're not my stories. I can be held accountable for this one because it's my machine. I'm responsible for making sure all the information is as accurate as possible on this machine. Um, and my project leader, Kyle, said, you know, it just seems like it's just easier just to, you know, put the blinders on and not look back, which it is. It is easier, and that's kind of what we're saying. That That's my responsibility. Is that the best way to go through life? Uh, it's the easiest way, for sure. But at some point... If you have the opportunity to correct the errors of others, um, you probably should. And that may mean a whole lot more work for you. And that's, that's, that's the sucky part. That's a whole lot more work for you to go back and fix all their errors. But you're there... You need to check, you know, you need to check to make sure that what they did was right anyway to see, like in our example, so see if you can pull it forward, if you, if you, if indeed you can use it in your story. And so you get in there start looking, you realize, no, they messed this up, they messed that up, this isn't right, you know. That in our example, that's already published somewhere, but we can fix it. And cause less trouble down the road. But sometimes there's 15, 20 machines using that story. And if it's wrong for one, it's probably wrong for all of them. Or maybe it's only right for one of them. And someone copied it over and didn't do the didn't do their job. And and so we're stuck in this balance of where do we how far do we trust the people that came before us? Um, the easiest thing to do, and uh, which is you get this in team aspects all the time, trust the other people to do their jobs, right? You know, and 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 not all situations does this apply because. Some teams are developed differently, and there's different responsibilities. But I know on a football team, especially like on defense, if I'm a linebacker, I have to trust that 
the safety's going to do his job. So, and I got to trust the, that the linemen are going to do their job so that I can do my job. Because I can't defend the pass and plug the run lanes, right? I, depending on the call, I'm either doing one or the other. Same thing uh, on the offensive side of the ball, right? If I'm running the ball, I can't block. And to really be an effective running back, you've got to trust that the hole's going to be there. You stutter and you wait on it and trust your linemen to do their job. Occasionally, you got to do something else. But a lot of times, if that play's busted there, it's not going to work anyway. Unless you're a supremely gifted athlete. So, it makes my job easier if I just trust that the hole's going to be there. I'll run where I'm supposed to run. I'll make my read and go off of that. And if everybody else does their job, we will be successful. Right? Sometimes this guy doesn't do his job. And that may or may not affect the direct outcome um, because of, you know, and the football analogy, because I'm too fast or something. Um, but a lot of times, if I, all I can be held accountable for is me doing my job. If that means I get blown up, I get blown up. And then I can hold this person accountable for not doing their job, right? Then I can yell at that offense. Why didn't you block this guy? But if I'm trying to just, if I'm just going to assume he's done a bad job, I'm just going to run the opposite direction, there's, it's not going to work, folks. I, does that make sense? Like, In our jobs, in our, in our roles as people in a community, we all have jobs. And all you can do is yours. And that should be freeing. It's unbelievably frustrating sometimes, for sure. Like, man, I can only do my job. And people, you know, sometimes people expect you to do more than that. But, like, no, that's, I can only do my job. I can't do your job. That's why it's your job. Right? Like, you can't expect me to do this and this and this and this. This is my role. Learn your role and do it to the best of your ability. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm just talking in circles here, guys. But it's just something... It's just an interesting discussion we had. Learn, and it's hard if you don't know what you're responsible for. Right? You know, it, it may turn out that you're really responsible for far more than you think you are. And if you're going to be held accountable for that, then yeah, you have to do that. And it may be a lot of extra work. I don't know. Um, we had a we had a waste walk today at work where we just went through our procedures and stuff and saw where there was waste. And one of the categories of waste was defects. 
And that's, a lot of times, that's what we're coming down to on this, what we were talking about. Like, We've got a guy whose job it is to, to proofread, basically, our, he's the editor, proofread, he's quality control guy, proofread our stories to make sure they make sense, to make sure our call-outs are right, to yada, yada, yada. That job is complete waste. That is a, that is a job filled with waste because we should be doing that ourselves. It's necessary waste because there's just stuff we're going to miss. It's always good to have a second pair of eyes. But there's no need for that. And we have another job who's, guy whose job it is just to field complaints from the field when saying, hey, these stories don't work right, or this story's not even there, or, you know, it doesn't work for this machine because we didn't do a good enough job either when we went to check the old stories or when we built the new stories. And that's, his job really is waste. If, if we all were to do our jobs perfectly, th those guys would not have jobs. There'd be no need for those jobs. And there's other stuff they could be doing. That would be, you know, that would could help our group. But if we all took responsibility for our actions and did our jobs to the best of our abilities and did good jobs, that would make everyone else's job so much easier. It just would. So I guess the life advice I got for you is just figure out what it is that you are supposed to do and do it to the best of your ability. Oh, that's that's all I got on that, I guess. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. Change the topic here one more time. I was at Shields yesterday. Sporting goods store. It's one of these. I mean, it's a big one, but they you know they let you bring your dogs in or whatever. They got dog toys. We saw all kinds of dogs, little Yorkies and little poodly looking things and a boxer and then and we saw a St. Bernard and it was a pretty nice big St. Bernard pretty dog and after we saw the St. Bernard as we were leaving in walks in this family and they have just a gorgeous silver Irish wolfhound and it was a it was a good looking dude I mean, that was a cool dog. And I've never seen one in person before, I don't think. Like a full-blooded full blooded Irish wolfhound. I've seen some dogs with some some of it in them, but, man, that thing was huge. Like the size of a stinking pony. Oh, it was, it was gorgeous. Uh, and also this weekend I was at Target, and I saw a gray werewolf costume, and I tried to get, let my wife, get my wife to let me buy it because it was like basically like an Irish wolfhound costume. <laughs> like, look, I'd look just like our dog. Because we've got a little gray labradoodle. But she's gray and silver, and she looks like a miniature Irish wolfhound, which is kind of cool. Yep. Well, I guess that's all I got for you guys. Um, I don't know when I'll get back on here. Maybe again tomorrow, maybe Friday, maybe, uh, maybe in two weeks again. Um, but, uh, I don't know, hope you enjoyed it. Again, 
I welcome comments, suggestions, whatever you want to send my way. I welcome it. I um, hope you all have a great week, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace.